Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the AroundTable.ca podcast. I am your host, Grandmaster Philly Phil, and I'm joined by my regular hosts, Stephen, Grandmaster of Mesh, Johnny, and <laughs> Deanster Beanster, Dino, and uh, and uh, hope that you guys had a great week. We live the dream. Living the dream, yes. Chasing rainbows, chasing rainbows, my friend. Unfortunately, it's been raining a lot, so it's probably a wet dream. But having said that, we will get Those into are my it. favorite kind. <laughs> guys, stop dreaming about me, you guys. I've been dreaming about mesh all week. I don't know why. I have a mesh web uh, dealing with people. <laughs> oh. I just, uh, your Grandmaster Meshy Mesh, that's what you're going to be called from now on. <laughs> all right, so uh, the topic of this week's uh, podcast is one that I we've kind of touched briefly um in the past where we spoke about comic books and movies but uh this time we wanted to to uh t- talk a little bit about the the future of comics where where are comic books going um are they you know are they growing are they declining are they where are the storylines continuing are they starting to thin out a bit are they running out of ideas uh, it's going to be a, a forum to this uh, of discussion between the four of us so uh, take it away, guys. What do you got? Okay. So I'll start? Yeah, go for it. Okay, the Geo Man, Mesh Man. Okay, comic books, let's put it this way. It's, it's the, uh, in book, book format, is what the sales went down because now people are reading on online online and everything. But it's back to same thing, like books. Remember a couple of years ago, they said books would be out because everybody's buying through online and everything. But now there's a big comeback with Amazon selling books and everything. So book... Is coming up back uh, back on, so comic book will 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 always exist. But it's great uh, heydays like from the the eighties, seventies, and eighties and nineties. It's gone. It will never ever come back. Like I think if I remember right, Spawn was selling millions of comic books. Now the number one comic book doesn't even go one fourth of that way. It's like the sales of comic books went drop down dramatically. First of all, there's too many companies. There's too many titles. It's ridiculous how many titles there is, and uh, and then some people that rather buy the internet or they just wait for when it goes on a special buying the bin that you could buy for a dollar each. While while right now the price is five dollars plus tax, so it's like you need a heavy wallet to buy to buy comic books in today's world. Well, my days when I remember I used to buy it, the cheapest I think I ever bought it was a fifteen cents. Then you're was, you're aging yourself right there, buddy. Yeah, and then there was, and I was, was was it wasn't the Silver Age. I, I was like after the Silver Age, so automatically it's like the being the prime example price. Like my nephew, when I buy him books, he wants to buy buy books. I buy him hardcover when they go in, when they go on when they go on sale because they're too expensive. So the thing is, I mean, people are are trying to control themselves. Or I heard people what they do is like they go with two three friends. They buy books amongst themselves, and then they divide the price, and then and they read what they want to read, and then they, they decide how they who keeps who and who keeps what, so they can read more books, but with a fraction of the price of the of the uh, of the of the, of the, the value or whatever. And the books right now, let's put this way. I was talking to once to Dean. Remember, I was telling you about Marvel, how how it sucks. Yeah, yeah. This is how bad it was because me four, I used to buy. 
every DC comic book I used to buy, and like Marvel right now, it's the worst of the worst. Ever since ever since Walt Disney bought, the cover of the comic book is like crap. The art, they have almost no great artists inside. The stories became like back in the 70s and 80s. Like, you know, when like, nothing makes sense. It's like the, like a kind of like, it's like, like a joke kind of sense. While, example, Marvel, before, DC, uh, before Walt Disney bought it, was very realistic. It was like, it's like, because think of this way. Kids in today's world are not idiots like the way we were when we were young. When we were young, we were very naive. We were young. We we, we, we looked at like we look at the kids' world. Now I look at the today's generation. I my God, they're they're twelve, thirteen, and they talk like as if they're from a university in CJEP. They whatever information they wanted, they go to the internet. They get any information they want. Well, well, us for example, we have to go to a library, get a book, and we like forget about who wants to waste that much time. So I was saying like Marvel, like right now, example. Before Marvel used to buy every DC comic, I used to buy from five to from five to six, seven Marvel. Now it's the now what even worse. I buy maybe I buy one Marvel for every ten DC or alternate comic books, whatever, because they got very childish, very. I don't, it's like it doesn't make sense. You you look at the, the drawings inside. You look at the storyline. It's it's. Well, maybe it's because they're, they're trying to refuel the newer generation, but they're going the wrong way. They had a good intention once. They had two different titles. They had the Ultimate, the Ultimate, and they had the regular Marvel. The regular Marvel was more teenage, child-based, and then the Ultimate was more realistic, which is the, the Avengers, which you watch on the movies, is basically based on the Ultimate Avengers. And that one was very was well done. They they put it like they they, they that great the creative team inside. Uh, ours were great and everything. And all of a sudden, the, the Marvel wanted to spend less money on it, and then slowly but surely crumbled down. They don't want to don't invest money in it for whatever reason it was, and it went down. They should have done the same thing now. Well, Walt Disney, whatever they are, but as I say. Well, Disney just wants to buy the books because they bought it because they want to make movies. They want to make money on the movies. And that's one thing Marvel's better than DC is making movies. They know how to make movies. They know how to perfect movies. They, they know how to sell movies. While DC, well, finally, they got, the, they, got the, they got a good footing with Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman finally, and it's, and it's a magic word. Like, right now, the best writer right now for DC it's, it's Jeff Johns. This guy, I worship him. Like, I'm good, but this guy is amazing. This guy, like, this guy's like John Byrne was was in the, in the, the 80s and 90s. Uh, Jim Lee in the, the, in the 90s and the, the early 2000s. Jeff Johns is the name to notice because this guy, he'll make DC the biggest thing that ever existed because this guy can write stories. He could like it's a fictional comic book, and he could actually make it feel as if this could actually be ha happening. He knows how to take storylines and re revert it different ways. That you go like this guy is a genius, and then like like that's why like he he had his input in Wonder Woman. Green Lantern was was a deadbeat. He got involved. He started Green Lantern, and that's and Green Lantern came to a point with him when he was inside there. Yeah, they had that four different titles of Green Lantern. That's a, this. It was. They all four titles were selling crazy. 
you know, as soon as he left, then he went to three titles, then then now he went back to two titles. But this guy, any stories you read from where he did the um, Teen Titans, he did the Justice League with even the, with the, the uh, what's it called uh, Apocalypse, the War, the War of the Apocalypse, the then Justice Apo- League. Apo- Apocalypse. Yeah, I know I pronounced that god bloody goddess guy war. Dark, dark, no, the dark side war. Sorry, it's dark side. We 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 left our hooked on phonics at home, so we, we apologize in advance. Yeah, but this guy Jeff Jones, Jones, this guy is amazing. That's why Wonder Woman. I think he put his input inside. How much he put, I have no idea. But he's he's the he's the one of the big contributor in there. That made that movie what it is. So I'll shove for two seconds, let you guys handle the rest, and then I'll take over after later on. So who wants to talk now? I say Dino. Dino Dino has a lot to say. I feel it. I feel it in my bones. (laughs) Well, I don't have much to say because I'm a a movie fan, but I haven't read comics in years. Uh, I I think it's the comics that... I think there's a lot of titles now. Johnny, what you said, there's a lot of different titles, right? Oh, there's too much. There's too much, but I it's think ridiculous. people see it see it as a dollar sign. Because because the, the comics are popular in the movies, they're hoping that some some uh, producer picks picks them up to make to make a movie. Uh, that's probably the reason why there's so many there's so many uh, different types of comics out there right now. Um I'm sure there's still collectibles. Maybe it won't be as popular as it was, but I'm sure there's people that still collect them. Now, is the value, what's the actual value of them? I don't know. Do they, do they still have lots of value, Johnny? Uh, you have to be very lucky. Like right now, the last five, six years, the comic book that, that picked up the most value was the number one comic book of The Walking Dead. If you bought that one there, it... it uh, I think things up, you pay over three hundred bucks easily. The last time I remember was over three hundred dollars. So you have to be lucky. It's but comic books. Look, if you have a, a whole box of comic books, and you go to a comic book uh, store and you go, look, I want to, I want to sell my comic books. The guy, the first thing he's ask you, are they from the silver and golden age? Uh, no, they're more newer. And goes, I'm sorry, I'm going to be very selective. Goes probably. All these boxes you're going to bring them home, we're probably going to take uh, 10 books. All the rest, we're going to give you peanuts. That's what happens now because they're so overproductive and uh, produced, and uh, like people are not, they're, they're not interested as much as before. As I said, there's so much titles. Like before, because comic books were true, they'll start with Flash number one, example, I say Flash, and they always continue until it goes to 400, 500. Now, what happens, they go back to one. And then they, then they go 1 to 20, then they'll still go back to 1 again. You know why they do that? Because as soon as they go 1, everybody goes, oh, my God, number 1 will be worth a yeah, lot. A so people buy 3, 4, 4 books, number 1. It's like the sort of was one, I don't know which title it was, that number 1, 2, and 3 was worth nothing. But but the, the issue 5 or 6 or 7 was worth a fortune because it was less produced, so it was worth more. But the comic book right now, let's say the comic book world is now, it's all profit. It's all about money. And especially like if you, you look, go to a comic book right now, you look at the quality of DC and Marvel, the book alone, just the cover, 
You touch a book of Marvel for five minutes, you leave a fingerprint right away. You take a book from from uh, from DC. Five minutes later, you, you still feel that the cover is able to take your fingerprint. You know, it's what able to withstand. So it's like so Marvel right now. It's like it's, to me, it looks more like they're looking for money, 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 and everything is four dollars and more. While DC have certain books are three dollars and certain books are four dollars. So it's it's so it's more. Um, negotiable the prices well marvel is just not this well this is our price if you want it, you want it. if you don't you don't but then after when you look inside the art is crap most of the art like i'll say 75 percent of the marvel comic books is crap the art and the storyline it's like it's like it's it's like rewritten stories of the 70s and 80s oh let's make this guy fight with this guy here and uh, two hawks and we'll make something out of it oh let's make this guy do this it's it's just it's like fighting sequence that has no value. While you look at DC, it's more like a TV show. Like there's more depth into it. There's more conversation. There's more. There's more value to the storyline. There's more. There's more thinking in, into it. For my for my way. And as you're saying, you know, value. That's why. Right now, comic books you buy the ones that you you want to read. Forget about if it's gonna be worth a lot or not because. Like the X Men, once a certain point, Jim Lee took over. Number one, every like that five different covers. Everybody, including myself, would buy like one of each cover. Something about two or three of each each covers. Now you go to a dollar bin; it's all there. They're worth nothing because it was over over overproduced, and a lot of people don't the then then X Men did a lot of mistakes with the, the writings and the creative crew. They're worth nothing. So. If you buy a comic book, buy a book that because you you buy because you enjoy reading it. Don't don't follow the trend. I'll be my word be worth something because most often, ninety percent of your comic books will be if you get your money's back, you you're one of the lucky ones. Well, it's the well, same. It's the same thing as it was with um, hockey cards. Yes, right? exactly. So hockey cards for a long time they were rare. Um, I have some old, thanks to Dino, I, th- I have some old. Uh, <laughs> Opeachy cards and and uh, um, that are worth a lot because um, they're they're almost mint. They may they may not be mint, but they're 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 pretty much mint condition. And mm-hmm. um, but then at one point you had Pro Set that came out. You had um, you had Upper Deck and you had Opeachy and you had other ones that came along. And then that that diluted the value of those cards, those particular cards. I'm assuming comics, um, although like Dino, I'm not one that follows them as closely as other uh, entertainment mediums. Um, I, like anything else, I'm assuming, and for those who are uh, comic connoisseurs, I apologize if I'm talking out of my butt, um, but like everything else, like when... The comics first came out, like for Marvel, they came out in 1939, and DC came out around the same time, and um, everything was hand-drawn, everything was, you know, the originals were hand-drawn, then photocopied into a comic book. Now, the artwork is not really, or at least the popular ones, don't seem to be hand-drawn, they seem to be more computer-drawn. So it no, takes, not really. So it... No. Yeah, still, still hand drawn, but since the, now it's the coloring. It's more digital. Okay, well, in any case, it's computerized. So, 
either the drawing, even if the drawing is, is done manually, but the, the coloring is done um, artificially, in quotes, um, it's still the same thing. It's not, it takes away that personal touch that you used to have before. Um, in terms of storylines, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a one that follows a lot of the storylines closely. <clears throat> However, like the movies, like Spider-Man, for example, there's only so many times you can rehash the same story over and over and over again. Um, you know, it seems that we always fall into the same classic villain trap. And, and it's, it's one of, and I'm assuming in comics, it's similar than in movies. So you'll have the, the traditionalist where it's like, we should have the same thing as we had before. And on the other hand, if you bring in something new, uh, that traditional crowd's going to go, well, it's new and it doesn't fit into the mold. And then you have new people that are like, we need something new and then something new comes out and then, um, maybe they like it, maybe they don't, but it seems that there's not, you know, before when I was a kid, um, I used to like running to the store to go, like I used to go to the comics book store with my buddy at, um, at a shopping mall uh, in Montreal, Place Versailles. There used to be a comics book store there where they used to sell cards and used to sell uh, comic books as well. And I used to love going there like once a weekend or, uh, you know, just to go and look at what came out. Yes, I grew up. <laughs> So I don't do that as often, but I don't see kids doing that as much. And now even online, you don't have, like now they have, uh, uh, what's it called? Marvel. Um, it's like you buy, you pay so much per month. It's like 10 bucks a month, but you get like the Marvel, a Marvel series a month. Uh, Marvel, eh, it's escaping me now. Um, so it's, everything's digitalized now. Internet. You don't have to go to the store and look at look at it. Um, everything's delivered in your you know your phone, your 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 iPad or whatever the case may be, and you read them through there. Um, I I don't have that much of an interest in terms of comics per se, not because it's childish, not because it's just I lost interest. I flat out like it when the movies first came out. I was very. Um, I was very gung ho. I'm like, oh, I remember these guys. It'd be, you know, it's, it was putting on screen my thought of what the villain would be or what the superhero would be, but I haven't followed it in so long now that I don't. If I watch a, a superhero movie, I'll watch it for the movie, but I don't have like I'm not gonna. I'll, I won't be able to critique it and say, well, it follows the comic book very well or it doesn't. I just don't have that interest, and it falls into the same topic as what we previously said um i do have superhero fatigue so because i'm seeing so many movies of superheroes every year once two three times a year i'm not i don't won't have a tendency to want to go read a comic book <laughs> i just I have, I have enough it's saturated i have enough i get my dose and i'm good um that's 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 my take on 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 comics i mean i know a lot of people that are comic fanatics. Um, there's a lot of podcasts. There's a lot of reviews online for, for comics. Um, and some of them are really passionate and they're really, you know, adamant about, about the medium. Um, and the art form, you know, the, one of the big things was the art. Um, a lot of people used to like the art. 
the art probably evolved at some point. Maybe not everybody likes it, but it's it's probably evolved somewhat. Um, but that that's pretty much it for me. How about you, Steve? Any input? Uh, well, um, I'm not much into buying comics anymore. I used to love it as a kid. Um, I'm not saying that I've grown out of it. I, I don't go as much as, let's say, Johnny here. Um, I do still enjoy the medium, uh, the future of it. I think there's always going to be a demand. I think the Marvel, uh, the movies will keep it alive. Um, I'm not sure if it's going to be in 10 years time, a print option. It'll be more of a digital download. And I think it's going to be something maybe like comic stores will have like only special editions of like the biggest artists and uh, jars around and you you have to order it from them and if you want a, a real your own copy of it a, a hands-on copy you'll have to go to the store and pick up a special edition like i say we have guys from uh, jeff johns like uh, johnny was saying something from him or jim lee some of the big guys in comic books uh if they do something it's going to be like a special edition a one-off sometime during the year or like a frank miller novel um, something like that, but I think soon, I think maybe in about five, ten years, maybe the print version of comic books may not be as accessible as it is now. I think there's always going to be a demand because there's going to be a generation of kids that will want to have a comic book. Everybody goes through that in their childhood. Um, but I think the future, I think there's always going to be a demand. I think as long as the movies are done well, uh, it'll keep it'll keep it going, but I think it's going to be like the CD. It's gonna it's gonna disappear, and I think it's going to be a more of a digital thing or a special edition, where you can only pick it up at a store. And I think it'll probably be expensive, and it'll be like a big graphic novel of somebody who's big or who's influential, and you'll just go pick that up, and you'll probably pick up. People will be more selective, I think, in in the future, and that's my take. But I could be way off because I, I don't pay attention to the sales of it. I just go every every two, three months, I get this urge, and I just go in and I'll pick up something that grabs my attention. My turn again, right? <laughs> Why, do you uh, have more to say? Yes. <laughs> it's like Steven right now, he said, like, uh, music is like CDs, CDs are disappearing. But vinyl, isn't it coming back again? Ooh, that's true. Yeah. Then you, Philip, you're saying about, no, because I'm telling you how the comic world is. You're saying art. You know, art in the olden days, don't forget, there were dots in coloring. Now, if you open a book and it shows you haven't done in a long time, they're so realistic, the art color, it comes towards you. Certain, certain artists to make a thing look so realistic, it's amazing. There's one, Jason Fabok. This guy, and the coloring, the colors also. Books, think of this way. It's, it's art. Comic books are art. See, there's certain comic books that I have, they're worth nothing for, for, for myself. It's worth a million dollars because the art and the storyline is amazing. And that's what it is. People buy books because they want to keep a piece of the art. It's like, it's, it's what it is. It's just art that you can, you can turn a page, you can look at it. The, the computer screen doesn't, doesn't bring what a comic book does. And second, what you were saying about before, about the, the, the storyline of, like, it's, and you're right, Spider-Man. You have because remember I told you it was, it was Marvel, then it was the Ultimate Mar the Ultimate the Ultimate uh, Universe of Marvel. Spider Man, for example, the regular one, you always know you like everything goes lucky for Spider Man. Then everything 
with girls and money and everything, then it goes bad luck. Then it goes good luck, then it goes bad luck. And then, for example, every year he clashes with Dr. Octopus, that then was a uh, Green Goblin, and whatever, whatever. And then a couple of, a couple of years later, it restarts again. But then the Ultimate Avengers, the Ultimate Spider-Man, which is what I loved about it, is because they put a great creative team, is what, because there was full of surprises. Like, things that would happen in regular Marvel, there, for example, the Scorpion was a clone of Spider-Man, Peter Parker. Uh, Spider-Woman was a clone of Peter Parker, but the, the female version of him. So everything was different, and you don't know where it was going, guys. That's why I loved about it. So, so comic book, you know, it's like, it's like getting, finding a, like a needle in a haystack. When you find a great book, the, story, uh, like the, the book is worth a million dollars because it, it drives you crazy because you love the story and like you can't wait to buy the next one. If the story is really like sucks, it's stupidity, it's like TV shows. Certain TV shows exist because the storyline is amazing. And, and, the, and the casting crew gets popular because not because they're great actors, because the storyline makes them better. Well, otherwise, you can put the, the best act, the most popular actors and actresses, and the storyline is worth nothing, it's going to die out. So, say they were comic, so the comic, same thing. It's like there's almost 100 kinds of comic books per month that comes out. The thing is to find the titles that, that fuels your imagination where you want it to go. So like, and that's where you have to be very selective, and, and, it's, and it's it's a lot of work. For example, to find and for me, for example, I know if Jeff Johns is is, is writing a story, Jim Lee, or even John Byrne comes back and writing stories and everything, I'm I'm adding for these guys. I know their storyline is amazing, and, uh, or uh, amazing it's to my cup of tea, you could say. Yeah, can you uh, since you're 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 the the, the comic guy, um, and you'll probably be better suited. To I'm the chill write. man. Yes, exactly. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a comparison and tell me if it's if it's true or not. So um, you know, with the years of evolving of listening to music and stuff like that, I kind of grew tired of the top forty radio and the top forty hits. And, and to look at for albums, um, I go you know I listen to online radio. I listen to indie. Uh, playlists and on YouTube and whatever, and you you might eventually find that gem that you know that everybody nobody's listening to, but it's an amazing album and it's great. Um, in terms of comics, will you tell me it's? Would you say it's the same, similar thing, that you know you got fed up of that Marvel world because it's like top forty type of of or even DC Superman stuff like that, and you're more you would like to find more. Um, I know you have your, your, you know, your your favorite writers and, and, and illustrators, but would you actively go and find find like that indie, in quotes, comic book, um, or in or would you are you, you're just sticking to like that top forty, um, scenario. I'm very open minded. For example, a couple of years ago, there's even alternative comic books, which means this company besides Marvel and DC. There was like image like now it's it, it's done it's 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 gone it's almost going to be bankrupt pretty soon or no it's not nothing they they bring out is very interesting at all but ten years ago it was a company was called was called CrossGen and they came out with titles and artists with the storyline was amazing you know the storyline 
was one was like, almost like a very like a almost a like Game of Thrones, very mystical and the good. Then there's another one doing with space. Then was another one about about gods and everything. They were doing great. They had everything going for them. But the problems he got very greedy. He wanted he wanted to expand too fast. When to expand too fast, and so this means more tiles and everything, and that's why he crashed. Because then after it's like, it's like not everybody could afford that much books. So I like keeping open horizon. So like I get chances to everything I, I look through. I, I buy alternative comic books and all that. There's one that's called Mechanica. Um, I forgot his name, but anyways, the artist, the artist and creator, creator. He's like I liked him from when he was doing a Weapon Zero. Was an image in those days. But uh, that's why I'm bad with all these the uh, writers and all these kind of things. There's so many of them. But I, I like buy. I like. When new things come out, I do flip through it and everything. There's too many of them also. And there, like, uh, there's a preview comic book that will tell you the, the, the top 100 of the month. And I don't pay attention to that because I don't care what people go through. For like, example, just because people are buying Walking Dead and it's giving me the biggest hit, it's going to be worth a lot, doesn't mean I'm going to jump on it because it's, be, it's not my cup of tea. Uh, Magna comic book artist, I'm not into that. So it's, you have to, it's like you said, you have to find yourself what kind of person you are, and what it, what it, what 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 pulls you. So me, what pulls me in is is the art. But then after the art can go so far, if the writing is amazing and it makes me feel like everything makes sense, and it brings me somewhere, then it's worth it. But if the art is like it's like a movie, you watch you go see new movies. The special, the visual effect is amazing. What's what's called the uh, Valerian a Thousand Planets? Valerian. Valerian a Thousand Planets. The visual effect was amazing, but there was not. You weren't. You weren't like the the, the characters. You engaged. You weren't engaged with the characters. It, it, it was so one dimensional. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't go. You didn't involve at all. But then after you take a movie, like example, V for Vendetta, that was done twenty years ago, I still I could watch it twenty thousand times. See, so it's, it has to do with the storyline. What pulls you in? Because don't forget, you're putting four bucks, three to four bucks uh, dollars on a book. So when you read it, you make sure is it worth it? Is it worth an, worth an investment for you? Then in the future, you're like, yeah, I'm happy about these books. So like like you like you were saying, you're right. Yeah, you have to be very selective. Don't follow what people other people do. Oh, buy this book, buy this book, because it's gonna be worth a lot in the future. Because because you're doing for all the wrong reasons. Buy what makes you happy when you read it, makes you escape from reality, and you, you're, you're enjoying what you're reading it. It makes sense for you. And that's all I could say. It's the, it, to each their own, as I say. Right. Like, was, was, when my friend over there was saying, like, he was telling me, he was, uh, he was telling me, oh, my God, you see the new artist of Silver Surfer? Because he's amazing. I look through it, I go, like, seriously. To me, it was the worst artist I've ever seen in my whole life. And I, and I told the guy, I go, Lorenzo, for you... Your, your 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 opinion is he's the best mark. I'm happy for you. But for me, I'm not crazy about it. I like the artists like Jim Lee, Stefan Sajic, J- uh, Jason Fabak. Uh, these are my kind of artists. Everybody has their own, their own cup of tea, you can say. So that's what it is. You have to find what's your cup of tea. Orange Pico. <laughs> that's your cup of tea. Me, it's green tea. I'm very simple with honey. That's it, baby. All right, guys. you have anything else... Uh... To add to that, I think it's pretty complete. I think I'm good. 
on that note, <laughs> on that on that note, um, that's the episode for this week. If you guys want to reach out to us or give us feedback on um, on on the podcast or any of our reviews on on aroundtable.ca, don't hesitate to go to the website aroundtable.ca, um, and you can also reach us on Facebook at aroundtable.ca. Just search for that, and you should see the page. Like us there. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at Around Table with two R's um, and also at allaroundtable <laughs> at gmail.com. Um, if you have any queries, questions, or concerns, reach out to us and we'll be more than happy to, help, to, to answer your questions. And on that note, have a wonderful week, guys, and talk to you next week. Ciao. Have a